Dr. Amalia Gonyas Malka. Welcome to Womanity, Woman in Unity, the show that celebrates prominent and ordinary African women's milestone achievements in their struggles for liberation, self-emancipation, human rights, democracy, racism, socioeconomic class division, and gender-based violence. Joining us on the line today for our special feature on International Women's Day 2022 is Ms. Alexandra Abrahams from the Democratic Alliance, who is a member of parliament and serves on the Portfolio Committee of Social Development. The theme of the United Nations International Women's Day 2022 is Gender Equality Today for a Sustainable Tomorrow. And this theme recognizes the contribution of women and girls around the world who are leading the charge on climate change, adaptation, mitigation, and response to build a more sustainable future for all. What are some of your views regarding this year's theme for International Women's Day? Um, Well, thank you for that question. I think it is a great theme for this year's um, International Women's Day. I think living in Cape Town for the majority of my life, my entire life, climate change is not something that can be dismissed anymore. We are starting to see, you know, weather behavior patterns that we haven't seen before. So it's really something that, you know, can't be ignored anymore. And I think, you know, driving gender equality in this context is just so, so important because we see time and time again how, you know, women within the households alone create that, that healthy, conducive environment for their, for their children. So by capacitating and empowering, you know, women just in the home or in the workplace, to focus on um, climate change, it's, it's really important. You work in the social development space and in that environment, and unfortunately, there are a lot of vulnerable people. Climate change impacts everybody. It, it doesn't matter where we live, what our, our social conditions are, what our economic conditions are. But for vulnerable people, I would say the impacts are more compounded. How do you think we can help reduce gender inequality to build a more sustainable future? Um, So, you know, a very practical um, example and something that I can, you know, even just take from my own life when we're speaking about this gender um, inequality was that, you know, um, it's also something that's just so ingrained in, you know, some women, Um, you know, the way you um, were raised and grew up. And I didn't realize this until we are having this discussion now, but at Christmas lunch and after every single Christmas lunch growing up, my sister and I are the automatically get up immediately after eating and start clearing the plates and start the dishes while the men are still sitting down talking. And it's something that you don't even realize that you're doing because you've been doing it for so many years um, that it's become a norm. But I think an important part here is to actually break these stereotypes. And that's how we bridge this um, gender inequality gap. I mean, who's to say that the women can't sit down 
um, after Christmas lunch and the men get up and start clearing away the plates and go and do the dishes. So I would, I would really, you know, focus on breaking these stereotypes and then acknowledging when you are in the middle of it, the way I've just done it, you know, my own family Christmas. Challenging gender stereotypes is certainly a, a critical factor and to unlearn some of this ingrained thinking that we were socialized in our upbringings of what men should do, what women should do, and, and who should do what, but breaking down those gender stereotypes and thinking afresh and inclusive. In celebration of International Women's Day, please, will you share a message for girls and women that are listening to our show? Um, so I'd like to share maybe, um, you know, just four principles that have worked in my life. Um, and this is in no particular order, it's, um, you know, just um, as I remember it. So a big one for me is, you know, the grass is greener where you water it. We often find ourselves longing and, you know, wanting um, for everything else than what we have. And, you know, just to be appreciative and to nurture um, where you are in your life and what you have in your life. And you will soon discover that it's, it's greener in where you, where you work and where you water it. Um, you know, another one um, that I'd like, uh, I like to live by is that if you're the smartest person in the room, you are in the wrong room. So always find people who stimulate your mind. Um, then it's also important to surround yourself with the right people, people who are going to build you up and not break you down, people that give without expecting anything from you in return, um, I find very important. And then just the last one is to, um, you know, show kindness um, to whoever's out there. Um, you have no idea what the next person's struggles are in their life what they've been through in their life. And, you know, with this pandemic, so many people have lost um, loved ones, have lost their livelihoods, have just lost. And it costs you and it costs me absolutely nothing to smile at the next person or to greet or just to acknowledge the person for the human being that they are. So thank you. Thanks for that practical message. Anybody can do any of those points and make their life better off, as well as impart some joy and kindness to others. That was Ms. Alexander Abrahams from the Democratic Alliance, who is a member of parliament serving on the Portfolio Committee of Social Development, joining us for our special on International Women's Day 2022. We would love to receive your comments on Twitter at Womanity Talk. Hi, this is Lira, South African Afro soul singer and songwriter. You're listening to Womanity, Women in Unity, presented by Dr. Amelia Malka on Channel Africa, the voice of the African Renaissance, a program that celebrates prominent and ordinary African women's milestone achievements in their struggle for liberation, self-emancipation, human rights and democracy. 
Joining us now on the line is Ms. Zandile Majosi from the Encarta Freedom Party, who is a member of parliament and serves on the Portfolio Committee of Communication, as well as police. In your opinion, what is the significance of International Women's Day and its relevance in today's society? Women's uh, International uh, Women's Day, um, it's very important, and even the theme is very important. But um, what we need to focus on is that uh, we are not faced with these issues when only it is the International Women's Day, but we are faced with these issues every day. And um, we must be able to tackle women's issues every day. So I think going forward with the theme of 2022, it must be something that lives within us every day. It must be something that we talk about every day. It must not be something that we will do as a dialogue or a seminar or a program of that day, and then it is done, because then it will not serve the purpose. Because the purpose of this, as women, we are the backbone of, of our society. And our needs, challenges, and victories should be the focus of a daily life. So we must be able then to have that platform uh, of women issues every day. It must not be something that should uh, take place only on certain days when we celebrate uh, International Women's Day and, and so forth. So particularly women in rural areas, in those communities, they need to have such platforms as well. How, how do we mainstream their lives into making sure that every day they live within uh, what they want to do and they're able also to contribute within the economy and, uh, and with, within the agriculture, how do they grow as well? Because then we must look at what, what develops them within their space where they live in, in their in environment and be able to take that upon and make sure that they do greater things in their own societies. Women in agriculture are not provided enough opportunities. Uh, they are there, especially in rural areas. It's, it's even better for urban areas, though there are issues as well that they, they face. But the focus must also go to these women in rural areas to make sure that we speak about these issues and we are able to conquer some of the issues that they are building. Because it's not like they are unable to take care of their lives. They are, they just need to, to have that mainstreaming of their development. For rural women in particular, when you think about aspects of agriculture and how they're doing farming within their own environments, they are most definitely impacted by climate change. What happens if rainfall fluctuates? What happens if there's a drought and seeds don't germinate or that there's something wrong with the arable land as well as livestock? Those are certainly challenges that they experience. And for things to become sustainable, uh, this is where issues of climate change need to be addressed at a very real level. Yes, it's true, Doctor. Um, I think um, issues of climate change must be, must be addressed. And as much as I said that I, they needed the same opportunities that they would uh, give to these major agricultural companies that will be there, they also need the same. Even if it's not um, a climate change only, even with the pandemic, they were affected by the COVID-19. And uh, it was difficult for them to even um, maybe go and sell within the streets because we're 
at some point we're at level five lockdown, you can't go out, you can't do anything, which means you cannot provide for your family at the same time because these veggies and foods that you grow are the ones that put bread on the table, you know. And um, we, we must be able to see such uh, issues and be able then to help in, but also zoom in within uh, the government structures that how then do we help these women? Uh, zoom in within uh, organizations that are there, which are able to help within problems of such uh, climate change or, or COVID-19 pandemics. How then do they get help? How do they, they, they get funding to make sure that they are able to grow within their agriculture and be able to provide for their families? And uh, yeah, the pe- mechanisms that are there, there are many mechanisms that are there. It's just that opportunities are not given to these other women who've got smaller Nyana businesses, street vendors, and so forth. And uh, once we give opportunities to them, they will be able to grow as well and be able to, to, to provide more for their families. What is stopping us from making sure that if there's a shop right in that area and there's a woman who's, who has a chicken farm, what is stopping us from saying, no shop right, you must buy from this woman your chickens because the very same society is the one that comes in that shop right to buy the groceries there so that the economy then evolves around that community and they are able to grow as well. If, if veggies are, are must be provided, we must be able to speak to food and veg. Food and veg, you are here. You, you benefit from this society. So these women who have smaller Nyana companies or who have smaller Nyana businesses must be able to provide you with foods and veggies so that also the economy would evolve around it. Once we get that out there, it will be very easy for us to be able to bridge the gap the opportunities are there. It's a case of being able to open those opportunities for women to access them and to participate in our economy and thinking about this as a circular economy. Everyone has a role to play and everybody has an option to contribute and participate in it. Lastly, in celebration of International Women's Day, please can you share a message for, for girls and women that are listening to the show? Uh, usually, I I would draw my inspiration from um, fellow South Africans and UN Women Executive Director Pumzile Mlambonga. That woman is a phenomenal woman, and um, no country prospers without uh, the engagement of women. Uh, we need women representation that reflects all the the women and girls in all their diversity and and abilities. And across all cultural, social, and economic, and political situation, this is the only way we will get a real societal change that incorporates women in decision making and as equals and and benefits us all. In closing, to again I maybe quote former U.S. First Lady Michelle Obama: "Am I good enough? Yes, I am." Mrs. Obama wrote in, in Becoming. And uh, this is what I would uh, like to leave with all women and girls listening to the show that, yes, you are enough. Yes, you are you. And yes, everything that you do, it's enough. And it must be known and shown within our own societies. What powerful words. That was Ms. Zandile Majosi from the Encarta Freedom Party, who is a member of parliament, serving on the portfolio committees of communication and on police, 
joining us for our special segment for International Women's Day 2022. We would love to receive your comments on Twitter at Womanity Talk. Hi, my name is Yvonne Takataka and I'm UNICEF and Rollback Malaria Goodwill Ambassador. You are listening to Womanity, Women in Unity, a program that celebrates prominent and ordinary African women's milestone achievements in the struggle for liberation, self-emancipation, human rights and democracy, a program against social ills such as racism, socio-economic class division and gender-based violence. Womanity, Women in Unity, presented by Dr. Amalia Malka every week on this day at this time. Joining us next for our special feature on International Women's Day is Equatorial Guinea's ambassador to South Africa, Ambassador Librada Ella Asumo. The theme of UN Women's International Women's Day 2022 is gender equality for a sustainable tomorrow. Ambassador, please can you express what International Women's Day means to you? Thank you very much for the second time for your invitation. I really appreciate it. In this special occasion of the Women's Day, I want to highlight, I was writing some notes, how important is this day? Because we are talking about equality, equality as opportunity. I really have to insist on this, as opportunity to, to have the choice of giving your life a sense for you. That means uh, pursuing your career, your personal development, if you want, becoming a mother, if you like, of the many children of your choice, and so on. It's about equality in this world that we have to be in a balance. It's not against men, I insist. It's not an international day against men. <laughs> it's for women. And that means to highlight a women's life, women's point of view, women's perspective, women's uh, focus, women's lives in general. I am also very um, focused on this day on the leadership. I think uh, leadership is very important for women. is related to the with the same thing I said before. Leadership in the way you conduct your own life. To start by that, because I think you cannot lead anybody else if you don't lead yourself. That means you have the decision of really having the conscience of what you are doing, what for you are doing it, what are your outcomes that you are expecting to, and what is the, the final goal you want to achieve. For that, uh, I disagree a little bit on the sense of leadership, as sometimes uh, here we give to women. It's not just a question of being in a high level position. You can be in a very high level position and still don't lead your life. That means you are under some kind of struggling because in your mind, you think you are a second class citizen as women. So whatever you do, you need the approval. It's not the approval that administratively you will need to make some things that your hierarchy have to approve. It's not in that sense is the, the moral sense of approval by the community, by the people, by the family, whatever it is, 
for you to be really conscious of what you are doing is good without having your own mindset as the lead of your actions. That is why I understand by leadership for this International Women's Day. I also talk about commitment as, um, as a process of doing the same thing all the time in the good term. That means being committed to help women to become, just to become, <laughs> let's paraphrase <laughs> somebody. So helping another woman to become is a commitment. It's not just a question of doing things because of the spotlight that can bring you, but doing it because you really believe it's good for this balance world we are looking for, for all of us. And the last thing, and not the, more, the less important, but the last thing I have highlighted is the work. Work, I think is like the miracle. It is the most important for me, celebrating the International Women's Day. And we added in the last year, the working women. But we can go to define what is work. Because if we think how, we think that work is just the process of doing something by people to make some changes. This must include housewives, for example, because when we talk about workers, we don't take in mind the people that work inside houses, but they are doing things that change people's life and they are doing things that help another woman to fulfill their goals. So it's so important. To, to give this highlight to these people that are not really in the focus, but they are also doing great because of them, because of their duties, their commitment, their leadership in what they are doing, that another people like us, we are in the public sphere, we can be more visible and we can reach our goals. Because we can go back to this question of being superwoman. We could not be superwoman even half percent if we don't have help of another woman doing the things that we're supposed to do ourselves. So for me, this International Day, I can just summarize in these four words, work, commitment, leadership, and equality. The, the theme for this year is for the sustainability. It is really important because without balance, it's not sustainable. We are just trying to carry everything on our shoulders. It's impossible. It's very heavy and it's not sustainable. One time we will be tired, so tired that everything that we have built will just fall down. I think it's very important just going side by side, just uh, moving forward. The world belongs to all of us. Uh, the world deserves that we push hand to hand to really achieve a better world for everybody, for women, for men, for children, for everybody. It is very important. Thank you for sharing your perspective of International Women's Day. And those four elements that you speak about are incredibly important that all build upon each other from work and the wide interpretation of it as a, a source of empowerment and enablement for others, leadership, and not just leading others, but leading oneself commitment to help other people advance, and importantly, equality. Yeah. Ambassador, 
Part of our previous conversation, we spoke about the fact that sometimes we can have legislation in place, but if we have cultural components, it doesn't necessarily mean that legislation will be implemented for equality. And over the years, there have been numerous international instruments to help promote gender equality, like the Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Discrimination Against Women. One of the things that I can't help but thinking, whilst we have this legislation in place, unless men are involved in gender equality, it's always seen as a woman's problem and not society's problem. What are your thoughts? I think it's a question of, let's say, a kind of acknowledgement of the real situation of a society and even a perception a very wrong perception. I'm going to give you an example that it doesn't have any relation with that, but I, I want to use it. I was in a kind of uh, lunch with some colleagues talking about, speaking about private and public sector. And one of the persons said, the public sector is very useful because they serve the society. And the, pub, uh, the private sector is very selfish because they do only for having incomes and having the the company's owner's money that's all and i said that is a very wrong way of saying the things and to perceive it private creates employment this employment creates a standard of life for the people that are working in this company, a better standard of life for the clients of this company, a better standard of life for the providers of this company. So it's a very good chain and everybody has the profit in this process because you you, you have a machine. So going to this uh, women issue, it's a very wrong perception thinking that. First of all, what I said before, a balance is against men. It's a very wrong perception. A balance is not against anybody. It's just bringing somebody who is down to the top so we can be equal, we can work together. Having women always at the ministers of uh, social affairs and women issues is a good thing. For me, at the beginning, I was thinking in a, it was a good thing. I was even upset to think that there was a man Possibly, Minister of Social Affairs and Women Issues. It could be very strange. But now that I know more what it is about, I realize that maybe we have to put men to understand what are the specific things that women faces that are specific, sexual, specific on women. I thought the last time that I discovered that I was a woman with 30 years old. So a man can never discover that men, women have specific issues. If me, as myself, a woman, I discovered that I was that with 30 years old. So that means there is a work to be done to explain that we need some specific answers and some specific responses, some specific things to be done for us because we have some specificities that nobody else has than women, have than women. So I think it's a work to be done. And we have to be more focused on explaining that 
and making the evidence on what we're saying instead because women we also sometimes we are so passionate i don't know if it's correct on this defending women rights that we forget that if we don't explain what that means exactly nobody will follow us and i think we have to explain what this means women's right what is the right we're talking about what are the difference in the in the reality you are talking about cultural uh, barriers. Yes, there are some cultural barriers. There are very good things in the culture. I think everything that people are repeating for ages, for decades and so on, it becomes a culture. It's not anything than that. That means if we make just a situation analysis where we can find that this specific thing is causing this specific damage for the people of this gender, at this time, we can return the fact, but just talking about this is bad, cultural uh, barriers is not good, it's not, it's, it doesn't have any sense because it doesn't give an, a specific outcome that we want to really make to improve our lives. You have to go to some time to figures for evidences and see the solution, the possible solution. Let's take an example. When in a family we have child, boy, and child a girl and you try to explain a person that if the boy is younger push your finance just try to invest in the girl that is 12 years or 11 then in the boy that is still three if we give it with calculations sometimes we have to go to calculations make the calculations from 12 years to 18 or to 20 how long it takes and three years to so 20, how long it takes. If you invest in this person, you have seven years of investment. If you only invest in this, you have 11 years of investment. You have these seven years of investment, this person will start to produce also for this person. So you will do maybe 50%. The girl now, adult, will be 50%, and you have more, your 50 and your 50 for the boy that is still three years. We have to explain it simple but with specific details, with calculations for allow the people to think about, yes, it can give the change for the family investing in girls instead of just saying, we have to invest in girls education, for example, it's not enough. Have to go with the evidence, with the examples and with the outcomes that somebody can see, this will bring to this, it's easy. For me, it's easier than just making theories. That is such a brilliant example and one that is so pertinent in all of our communities, demonstrating the economic outcome and justifying why to invest in the girl who is, in this example, older because of the benefit that she is going to provide to the family and in turn help the next generation. Yeah. Ambassador, please, can you... Give us a few words as we close out our conversation that you'd like to share for International Women's Day. Oh, there are some things that I've been repeating for many years. So it just, again, let's take it very seriously. It's not just a joke. It's a commitment. For me, this issue of women is a commitment. It's not just a fashion moment or a spotlight moment. It's a commitment. It's not one day. It's all the year, it's all the life 
of commitment. So we have to do and we have to react and we have to feed our children for this balance I'm talking about. Women, we have a lot of responsibility in our communities, families, societies, and in politics. Everywhere we have the responsibility, but we have to be focused on this balance, on this evidence base, doing things. <clears throat> and if we have one day a man dealing with the social affairs and women issues, why not? I will say, why not? But let's skill him before on what are the specific things that he must deal with. Otherwise, it will not give any outcome. I think that we have to be committed in doing the best for our communities and to lead our lives and to lead our people. Women, we are the 50% of the other side. So we have to do hand by hand. It's not against men. I insist on this. Don't go against men because we are partners. We are in this world for a partnership to share everything and more the responsibility and stay focused on you and your career and your life and lead your own life. Without that, it's just, a, it's just an actress moment. It's a film. <laughs> let's make it to happen and let's keep being committed. That's all. Thank you for that great message. That was Equatorial Guinea's ambassador to South Africa, Ambassador Labrada Ella Asumo.